Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast, Hyphen Nation. I am your host, the one, the only, Helen Connor. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing good. I've been up for like an hour and a half, but it was very important that I get to this topic and get it recorded for y'all because things keep popping up and I don't want this topic to get away from me. But first, the thing you're all here for, Morgantown Weather Report. That's right. So currently it is 63 degrees outside. Very nice. Very nice weather we're having right now. Looks like the high is going to be 89. I saw 91 too. Um, So it's going to be pretty hot today with 100% chance of precipitation. So it's going to rain. It's going to rain, y'all. But I don't want to say 100% chance of precipitation, but I'm looking at the hourly and I don't see rain until like 10 p.m. And that's a 30% chance. Oh, that's Saturday. Uh, So today, there it is. From 10 to 12, it's supposed to rain. Okay. Looking at the 10 day, it's going to be really nice tomorrow. Your boy will be doing yard work. And then it's going to rain on Sunday, then Monday and Tuesday, 70s, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, rain, all the rain. But that is your Morgantown weather report. And for all all of you who tune in just for that, I hope you enjoyed this uh, two minutes of hyphenation or so. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. And you can uh, also... uh, Subscribe on the YouTube channel and hit like and hit comment and all that stuff. That'd be awesome. That'd be really awesome. <laughs> Especially if you're only here for the Morgantown Weather Report. I will start making video. Okay, I'm kidding. Of just the Morgantown Weather Report and putting it up for y'all. If that's what y'all want me to do. Couple quick things I want to get into before I get into the the main thing that uh, is going on. I've... I've actually watched a lot, watched and listened to a lot of of stuff here over the past few weeks since since we last sat down together. So here's a bunch of recommendations and reviews coming really quick at you. So <clears throat> I discovered this show on IMDb called Pretty Hard Cases, and it stars. And I I need to know because I know the one girl's from Orange Is the New Black, but I want to make sure I get their uh the cast names right that's called pretty hard cases it started last year it stars meredith mcneil and adrian c moore from orange is the new black and it's actually really good it's really good i just finished the first season um i finished it last night it's funny it's a cop procedural um it's got some edge to it because it's on imdb aka now free freebie whatever IMDb TV was so much better, but I digress. Tara Strong's in it. Uh, she she plays a main character in the first season. Uh, Dean McDermott uh, is one of the cops. I, I I've really enjoyed it, man. Like it that's set in Toronto, and these two cops are perfect strangers, so to speak. And so uh, Sam Wazowski is played by Meredith McNeil, and then Kelly Duff was played by Adrian Moore. Duff is in um, the drugs unit. And Sam is in the gangs and guns unit. And then they have to come together on a case. And over the course of the first season, they build a friendship and trust one another and get to know each other as well as all these different moving pieces just swirling around them the entire time. So the second season just came out. It came across my fire stick. And I was like, is that old girl from Orange is the New Black? Nah, let me check it out. And I started watching the second up, the first episode of season two. And I was like, I kind of like this. Let me, let me go back. 
and watch the whole thing. So now I'm up to season two and I'm getting ready to start watching that. So if you're looking for something to watch for free, for free, pretty hard cases. Not not bad at all. I, I really enjoy it. Highly recommend. Um, I finished Bridgerton. I actually was watching it with Angel and in the season finale, I just couldn't do it anymore and I fell asleep on it. And I finally finished the last 40 minutes. Not as... I don't want to say it wasn't as good as the, no, no, it wasn't as good as the first season, but let's be honest. And that's not just because there's a lot less sex and heavy breathing and all that. And we don't have the Duke and Daphne as our main characters. There's still plenty of fine at, <laughs> there's one, plenty of fine people uh, on this show uh, to look at. Uh, the, the new main characters are focused on uh, Anthony, um, Anthony Bridgerton, and then, um, there is this Indian family that come to the ton to uh to get the sister married, but then it ends up being the older sister who's like 26. And like the way they act towards the fact she's like 26 is so horrible. But um yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. A lot of intrigue, a lot a lot of a lot of good stuff. It's a solid Bridgerton season. It's just not as spicy as the first one. Uh so I'm not gonna get too much into that. Uh only because I could easily do probably 25 minutes, half an hour, just talking about Bridgerton, but I don't feel like getting names out and I'm not prepared. But if you're into Bridgerton, it's a Shondaland production. Um, go, go check it out. I highly recommend season one. Um, season two is also recommended. Um, it, it goes well following season one, as you would think these things would go. Um, but it's a little, little bit of a dip in the story and the, the yeah, yeah. It, it it just a little bit the plot's just not as good this year and, and there's only so much you can do about that but i still really enjoyed it so go check out bridgerton if you're into that um let's see checked out futures album i never liked you it's the very first future album i've ever listened to and i give it a six solid six out of ten that first uh song on there is amazing it sets the tone for the album um i Again, I've talked about this on the pod over the past few years. I've let go of a lot of my my um, hangups with how rap has changed in the last 10, 15 years and how it's not so as lyrical. And, you know, I, I want my I want my music to have meaning. And it's like I've embraced the the futures of the world and the stove guy cooks of the world because I listened to stove guy cooks the first time. And I was like, uh, he's all right. He's all right. He's fine. And I listened to him again last year, and I, my mind was blown. And I'm like, Marcus, how how did I miss this the first time? How did I mess this up? And he's like, well, because you're an idiot. And I was like, oh, that's fair. That's pretty fair. <laughs> and no, that's not what happened at all. Um, but I, I did enjoy the future album. I give it a solid 6 out of 10. I haven't listened to the deluxe yet because um, I listened to future, and then not that long afterwards, um, of course, there was a big release, which – I will be talking about here shortly, which is the the meat of our episode. So I do recommend that future album though. I never liked you. Uh, six out of 10. And what else have I listened to? I listened to, uh, I'm going to mess this up, but her name is Leanne Le Havis, And it was her self-titled album. It came out a few years ago. She is more along the lines of Neo soul R and B um, kind, kind of, kind of vibes, you know, and, and it's, it's just some, dope dope musical beds with her beautiful vocals over it and i listened to it and i was i was very impressed with the album i give it a seven out of ten for my first experience to her 
I listened to uh, that BJ, the Chicago Kid, Pineapple Now and Later's album, which came out years ago for the first time. And wow, I was really impressed with that album. Uh, I give that album eight out of ten. I I've really liked it. Like, and the only reason I even I even finally listened to it is because, um, hit what I think it was called His Pain. The song had Kendrick on it. Um, it came across randomly on Spotify, and I fell in love with that. And I was like, all right, I gotta listen to this whole album at some point. So it finally finally got to it. And it's a solid album. I'm going to be checking out more of BJ's projects. I don't know what's going on with him. He might not even be making music anymore. I'm, hopefully he is. But I will be checking out more of his music. I, I was very happy with that. And the last thing I checked out is, <clears throat> excuse me, that Pusha T album. It's almost dry. And I give that a 7 out of 10. Now, let, let me say one thing about Pusha. Pusha has put out, what, is this his fourth solo album, I think? Let, let's do the little podcast, the 101, because I need to know. I need to know. Uh, yes, I just hit that. Uh, well, what was the mixtape? All right, let, let's just go to Wikipedia. So it says four studio albums, one EP, two mixtapes. So... The studio albums is My Name Is My Name, King Push, Darkest Before Dawn, The Prelude, Daytona, and It's Almost Dry. EP was Fear of God 2, and the mixtapes were Fear of God and Wrath of King. Okay. I love Pusher T. I love Pusher T, okay? I do. He wraps his ass off. He embarrassed the hell out of Drake, and that's two, technically. I know I know how we feel about that around here on, on that one, but I'm counting it this morning. Oh man, but something about, I, I don't know what it is, man. Like he, he is a highly decorated lyricist. He, he raps and rap. He's a rapidy rapper. He's everything that I look for when I go to listen to rap. I, I sit here and say how hard it was for me to finally come around on future. But then I listen to have somebody like Pusha and I'm like, And I don't mean that in a bad way, though, man. Like, it's not his fault. And I kind of had the same problem, there, like, with... I think I think the clips were just coming into having the same issue as well by the time they're running it. Because if you think about the clips, Hell Hath No Fury um, came out. Or was that the second album? Yeah, Lord Willing was the first album. And I'd say that that's a damn near flawless album. Then Hell Hath No Fury comes out. Amazing. Till the casket drops. It's good. But at least even with the similarities between No Malice or Malice and Pusha when it came to rap um, and their vocal vocal tones, you could at least kind of break it up a little bit. And then plus uh, with, with all the... Uh, uh, pr- production know-how no- around them. I mean, essentially with, with uh, Pharrell and Neptunes kind of guiding their sound so much early th- early on, a lot of their music would just be so lush and full, like the, the instrumentals and the beats, that you didn't notice as much that the, the, the tone was kind of repetitive, okay? And then, of course, No Malice... Uh, he he went to God. And he went and Pusha went solo, and I've I've just never enjoyed a full Pusha solo project. Even Daytona, like I respect it 
I really like it, but I've never revisited a Pusha album after I've listened to it. Um, there'll be songs that will pop up every now and then. Um, nostalgia obviously is a good one. The joint he did with Seagull a few years ago, a few years ago, uh, the diet Coke on here on this album on it's almost dry, a really good song. There's actually a couple, a couple really good songs on here. Um, Neck and Wrist has Hove on it, and I think that's a good guest verse from Hove. I know Marcus and uh show and uh Handsome Bane will just disagree, but I think that's a good guest verse. Rock and Rollin' was cool. I just don't know how Cuddy and Kanye are on the same track when everything was going down. But I mean, Pushy don't care. Um, Hear Me Clearly is cool. Open Air, I Pray for You, <sighs> I Pray for You, which is the Clips reunion, is really good. Let me pull up my Spotify here. Because the Spotify should actually be able to tell me, um, uh, of course, let, let's take let's take a million years of load because I have all the time in the world this morning. Oh, stop. Spot. Uh, I literally just needed to go to search and the search was grayed out. Haven't had Spotify on since yesterday, mind you. So annoying. Oh, wait, I can just go to my likes on my Spotify. This is Spotify, or Spotify 101, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like songs. So let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Where's that? Where's that? Where's Okay. So I had, I love Neck and Wrist, Diet Coke, Call My Bluff, and Open Air, and I Pray For You. So those are all songs I would definitely want to revisit. But a full pusher project has just never been like, I have to play this on loop over and over and over and over. It's so dope. Listen to this. Pusha is an amazing rapper. No one's taking that away from him. But but for me, man, like the album the album was just it was good. It was good. That's how I feel about most projects of Pushes. Um he's he's had some amazing guest verses, obviously. Had some great songs with clips. And he has some great solo songs, but as far as a solo project, I've still not heard the one that made me like really go, wow, that was incredible. So for Pusha, it's almost dry, seven out of 10. And that, and that wraps all my recommendations and reviews. So let's get right into it here. And I actually do need Spotify for this next part. So we're going to talk about that top 20 MCs list that I did so long ago in 2007 we're going to revisit it because i need to play y'all something from that episode so let's see going back i believe that's episode 38 okay let's see how long it takes to come up the only knock he has against him in that era besides there being so many leaks and uh, so many unfinished things that never got official release but we got them there's your east coast rappers and your west coast rappers and we still do have rappers availing Yes, Marcus, I have it on. Classic. And mobility, not so much. Raekwon, all right. Styles, Jada, Roy. The most colorful and uh, style. Jim had it, but Missy had it more. Not or one of those indie rappers who might have done this before, and then people were probably like, oh, well, Kendrick just put that from. Okay. Three major label albums, all three radically different from. Damn. Ears. 
Drake, Wale, J. Cole. Funny. I was really considering, like, man, I should just go ahead and put Kendrick in here. In the top 20. Think about his peers Drake, Wale, J. Cole. And that's his peers for me. <laughs> I'm such a hater. If you think about those MCs, throw Cuddy out there if you want, if you're into Cuddy still. If you think about those MCs, this guy is dressed like a hamburger. And I can't flip my camera. Damn. It was around Halloween. Can I take a picture? Probably not. I'm not going to mess up my audio. <laughs> this gentleman is dressed like a hamburger. Happy Halloween. Uh, this is if what you you're here for. Kendrick and put him with his peers. He's better than all of them. Yes. Cole comes the closest. Mm-hmm. But he is a better rapper than all of them put together. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of them put together, but all three of them. All three of them. Cole, Drake, and Wale. None of them will appear on the list. I didn't consider any of them. Right. As I should. And y'all know how I feel about Drizzy and J. Cole and Wale. Me and Drake. What Kendrick has been able to do. Mm-hmm. And the time that he's been out is phenomenal. Yes. He's put out three major label albums, all three radically different from the other. True. The first album was a story of a day in his life Mm -hmm. as a youngster on the streets of Compton. The second one was a story of a poem that he was writing that he read to Tupac. And throughout the poem, he performed songs based off his lyrics as he's reading this poem to Tupac right before Tupac dies before his eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, the most recent album, you can listen to Damn and be like, that was cool. I don't I, I don't see the overarching theme. Damn can be listened to backwards. Think about that. In 2017, the newest rapper in the game may have just put out one of the at least in recent memory, he put out the first backwards hip hop album. I would, I would not say that there hasn't been somebody out there, Def Jux or, or one of those indie rappers who might have done this before. One of those indie rappers. Like, oh, Kendrick just bit that from MF Doomstop. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> R.I.P. MF Doom. Man. I'm just Damn. saying, Kendrick's body of work. And the way he raps at a high level and the fact that he is the best rapper in the game right now, mm-hmm. hands down, mm-hmm. who is relevant, mm-hmm. he has to be honorable mention. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. From the minds that brought you, it's like a podcast or whatever, Hyphen Nation, and all other Hyphen Podcast group productions. We are proud to present We Should Do This Again Sometime with Kat Chinetti and the Mark Rob. There's action, adventure, comedy, and danger. If you like movies, then this is for you. 
We Should Do This Again Sometime is rated PG-13 for language and some thematic elements. Get your tickets wherever you get your podcast. Goodbye. Okay. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. So that episode came out in 2017. Uh, it was November 9th, 2017 when that dropped. Uh, and I put a Kendrick on honorable mention. So y'all know this tw- top 20 MCs list is a living, breathing thing. It can, it can change at any time. And it has. <sighs> so just to run down the list for y'all, the honorable mentions back then was Missy, Kendrick, Royce, Raekwine, Ghostface, Talib, Most, Busta, Black Thought, Jada Kiss, Styles P. The top 20 itself for me was in chronological order. Meth, T.I., Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, Slick Rick, Big Pun, Q-Tip, Prodigy, Ice Cube, Red Man, Common, Andre, KRS, Scarface, Rakim, Tupac, Biggie, Eminem, Nas, J. That was the original list. When I say living, breathing thing, I can safely say that Eminem has fallen to number five. Pac has come up to number three. And now, with the release of his brand new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which I've listened to once, and I've listened to, but I listened to several songs on repeat as I was going through the album and was sitting with, with it for an entire week. Kendrick Lamar is now the third best rapper of all time in my book. There, There's absolutely no denying it. You heard it here first. With this album's release, he's now vaulted himself over all those rappers into the top three. He took five years off. Five years. And in that five years, Nobody knew what he was doing, man. We had no clue. He would pop up on a verse every now and then. Obviously, he was on the songs with Baby Keem earlier. Well, that was last year. I mean, because it's only May. Maybe that yeah, was last year. Yeah, he pop. He was in the Super Bowl performance with Dr. Dre and Snoop and Fifty and Eminem and Mary J. But we we didn't hear from Kendrick, man. Like most rappers, when when they are actively in a career. They come out every few years, like even with Drake, like Drake just came out in 2021. His last album was Scorpion. There was never a moment where you weren't aware of where of uh, even with the pandemic of what was going on with Drake. Wale has consistently released almost an album a year since he got released from Warner Brothers a few years ago. And he just dropped an album not that long ago. Excuse me. Cole dropped the offseason last year and he's building up to this whole um, fall off album that we know is coming. So even with Cole being as reclusive as he is, he's still around. Nobody knew where Kendrick was, man. Nobody had any clue. And then out of nowhere, you, you get the, the Instagram posts, the, this will be my last album on TDE. And I look forward to seeing all my fans again and releasing new material. And people started to get hyped. But we still had no date. We had we had no clue. 
So, so nobody knew what Kendrick was doing, man. Like, and, and not to say TDE didn't, I'm talking about the public. I'm talking about me and you, me and you, we had no idea. He dropped the heart part five, two weeks ago, I believe two and a half weeks ago, something like that. And then it was announced. I mean, I think he had already announced that Mr. Morale and the big steppers come out on May 13th. And from the moment I listened to the heart the first time, I didn't listen to anything else but the heart part five until I started playing the new album. The heart part five is an amazing showcase of not only Kendrick's ability to, again, tell a story through his music. And this is, this is in three verses, not only display a immaculate, immaculate flow, that's funny. Uh, immaculate flow throughout the song. Over a jazzy beat, which has remnants of, it sounds like um what's going on to me. I don't even know if that's a sample. And he's just like, I do this for my culture. Let you know what it looked like in a bulletproof rover. Like he had, so he lifted a hove bar, but so he starts that second verse. Oh, it's just beautiful. That second verse is just my obviously my favorite verse. The third verse is amazing too. But even the way he's talking to the beat, he's like, take the drums out. And then they take the drums out and it just do just goes baseline. And it's like you you just know you're witnessing a master at work. As far as the album goes. I'd like to say after first listen, it's the most accessible. No, no, eh. no, I don't want to say it's the most accessible. It feels that way because he's been gone so long. I say good kid is still his most accessible album. Cause even if you have no clue what you're listening to, the whole story of, of a day in the life of Compton and Shireen and the backseat freestyle and, his friend getting killed, and even with all of that, and then Maya Angelou, even if you're ignoring all of that, the songs on Good Kid are just so good that you can take them for what they are. To Pimp a Butterfly is a little bit more condensed as a whole. So it's harder to really think of that as a bigger project, as a, you know, as a, as, um, it, it's such a, all the pieces are part of a whole with uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's harder to kind of pick songs out like, all right has been as obviously one that gets pulled out because it was a, a big song he performed at the Super Bowl, but still, besides that, it, it's kind of difficult. Damn, of course, has DNA and humble and loyalty, all great songs in their own right. But <laughs> again, I'm I'm listening to the dissect that they did on Damn a few years back, and the the denseness of all of this. Cause you you listen to Damn, and you're like, man, that was, that was a good album. That was a good album. And then to find out that if you listen to it backwards, it tells the story the whole other way, and and then how the parallels between Jesus and Kendrick and all this. It, it this I mean, not that Kendrick's ever come out and said this is what this means. And I don't I have not looked at the genius annotations. I don't even know if Kendrick does genius annotations. But just from what um, Cole Kushner is saying on Dissect. It's a heavy project, bro. It's a lot of stuff going on in Damn. 
Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is... Let, let me pull up the track list, man. Let me go back. Is it going to be sitting here? Course night. Spotify. Why Why even bother? I don't want the microphone. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to title this episode, Fighting with Spotify. Jeez, oh, peeps. Mister. There it is. All right, man. United in grief. Amazing. N95 just had a video drop. Amazing. Worldwide steppers. Amazing. Die Hard, amazing. Father Tom with, with Sanfa on it. Shout out to Marcus, man. I know he's a Sanfa fan. Rich interlude, rich spirit. We cry together. We cry together. <laughs> we cry together gives me big Kim vibes. Big Kim vibes. But obviously, no spoilers. Kendrick is not killing his girlfriend and stuffing her in the trunk and then going to pick up their child together. But uh, the the whole thing between uh, <laughs> between Kendrick and Taylor Page, it, 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 it's a lot, but it's it's real. It's an argument that happens all the time. Maybe not in those exact words, but yeah. Purple Hearts, Summer Walker, Ghostface coming through with the all-star verse. Come on, man. Count me out. Crown, Silent Hill. I, I don't have any opinion on the Kodak Black, man. I don't support what that fool did. Uh, I don't know why Kendrick feels like he's needs to use him, but I'm not going to let that distract me from enjoying the album. Savior interludes, Savior, Auntie Diaries. Auntie Diaries is pretty incredible. I did not mean to do that. Don't hit me at YouTube with the copyright strike for two seconds. I like Auntie Diaries a lot. I know he drops the F word several times, but I also feel like he was making a huge point in that song because I've never heard anybody else in hip hop talk about transphobia and supporting transgender um, people at all. So kudos to Kendrick. Um, and then um, Mother I Sober. Uh, that song is, it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. And then, and then ends with Mirror. It is such, such a good song. I, I, I really, really love it. episode of hyphenation already in progress just to say breaking news i've updated the 20 mcs again the greatest of all time listening to the bar exam too while i'm mowing and it's really hard to listen to those first four songs of that mixtape and as drunk as royce was i love royce so much man again like i said way back then he makes me want to rap he makes me want to rap because he's so dope and he was honorable mention last time T.I. and Method Man are now honorable mention. Um, Snoop is like number 20 now. Royce is number 10, followed by Andre. Kendrick's number three. I don't want to take too much time away from Kendrick. But I love Royce so much, man. And he's one of those MCs that if I had to choose between an artist to listen to for the rest of my life on a desert island, he'd be seriously up for consideration. Love Royce. Don't always agree with everything he does. <laughs> i.e. the whole slaughterhouse situation 
But, just saying, it's unfuckwittable. And I know I don't like to cuss on here anymore, but I had to say that. So, Royce is number 10. Back to your regularly scheduled hyphenation. This album is actually two discs, which is funny because I was just thinking to myself listening to this. I was like, as I saw it was 18 songs, but I was like, man, I mean, with streaming everything, nobody really puts out two two disc projects anymore. There's no no two CDs, no double albums, no triple albums. There's not really a reason for it when everything can just be thrown on uh, one playlist such as Spotify. And then coming lo and behold, I find out that this album was a, a double, which um pretty much puts this pretty much puts this as <laughs> one of the best double albums of all time right up there with um all eyes on me life after death to the people that Kendrick passed to get to my top 3 <sighs> i don't believe it's the last time we'll hear from Kendrick i feel like with him leaving TDE, he's taking control of his own narrative. Taking control of his own career fully. He's got he's got this PG Lang label um, that he has started. I don't know if that means he's leaving Aftermath Interscope. I, I feel like maybe he's just literally leaving Top Dog. And he's going to be like PG Lang, Interscope. Maybe, maybe still Aftermath. We'll see. But never in the history of rap. Has there been four studio albums out the gate? Again, I said it when you heard the clip earlier. That has been as incredible and as diverse as what Kendrick has been able to do with his four studio albums. I mean, let's just take a few from the list. Now, Big and Pac, obviously... Uh, they're a little stilted, but even with Pac, it was, uh, it was straight, was it Strictly or Tupacalypse? I want to say he started with Tupacalypse and then Strictly and then Me Against the World, All Eyes on Me, Machiavelli. Uh, Jay, Reasonable, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, Blueprint, okay. Nas, Illmatic, It Was Written, I Am. Nostradamus, <laughs> M, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem Show. M had three. M had three. Then Encore. <laughs> Big. He only had uh, Ready to Die in Life After Death while he's alive. Uh, now, I, I don't know other, like I'm looking at other people on the list. I don't know KRS-One and Scarface and Rakim's albums off the top of my head like that. Um. And obviously, Andre's never released a solo album to really compare those. But just in the top five, the former top five, M is the closest to releasing that much music in a row that was that incredible. And even even some people will say the the Slim Shady LP was a little was a little dicey because it came from the Slim Shady EP. And, and really, if you start with Marshall Mathers, which is his full first. Completely new material since he signed with Dr. Dre. He had three in a row. So I'll give I'll give M three 
Um, cause uh, I'll say Marsh Mathers and then I'll say Eminem show. Now M had two, sorry, I'm getting my numbers mixed up. M had two in a row, two in a row, but if we're not counting Slim Shady, which I'm, I'm not in this case, I'm willing to say this might be my favorite Kendrick Lamar album as of right now. It's, it's very, it's recency bias bias. I understand that. It's very important to understand that. Um, I do love me some good kid. I do love me some to pimp a butterfly and I'm actually re-listening to the collector's edition of damn. Cause I've never listened to the album back to back to front. I've never actually done that. So on Spotify, there's a collector's edition of damn where the album's just backwards sequence backwards. So um, I'm listening to it backwards. And honestly, I, I might be enjoying it more than the other way. I know it's always been a thing that uh, you just listen to it backwards and you can get the, get the story in reverse essentially. But, I've never listened to it, so I I might like this track listen a little bit be, a little better, only because, maybe only because Duckworth is my favorite song on that album. My favorite. I can bump DNA constantly. I can mess with some humble, some loyalty, but I can listen to Duckworth over and over. The storytelling between Top Dog and and then Ducky and how if Top Dog had murdered Ducky, then Kendrick would grow up without a father and then he'd be shot in the street. Come on. Uh, now I, I don't know how true to life that was. I feel like, I feel like it was pretty true to life, honestly. But, uh, the, the parallels is just stupid, scary, stupid, scary, and stupid good, man. I love it. Oh man. Mr. Morale is an amazing album. And I'm I'm just going to check one more time here. Cause I, I like several songs off of this, obviously. I liked it in 95, Die Hard, Father Tom, Rich Spirit, Purple Hearts, Count Me Out, Crown, Savior, Interlude, Savior, Anti-Diaries, Mr. Morale. The whole album is just gorgeous, man. And Kendrick Don't Miss. That, that, that's what it is. And that should be the episode title. Um, let's go ahead and have me put this down before I forget. Remind me at noon to name this episode Kendrick Don't Miss. Thank you. Cool. There you go. Kendrick don't miss, man. And and then if you add in, of course, overly dedicated to Kendrick Lamar EP, um, Section Eighty. <laughs> it's it's really crazy to see someone come in, and he he's only been doing it for like what let's say 15 years at this point, 15, 14 years at this point for someone to come in to hip hop this late in hip hop's lifespan. Cause hip hop started in the early eighties, late seventies for someone to come in this late in hip hop's lifespan and essentially unlock the code the way Kendrick has. I don't know what I was waiting for. But uh, you you can't do that and then not be the t- the third best MC of all time, and honestly, some days he might be number one, man, because Jay could never, and that hurts my heart to say that Jay could never, and I love Jay, I love Jay so much, man, but could, Jay could never, maybe he could, but on this level, no, could Nas. Young Nas, maybe. You drop 
Illmatic nods into today, and then he see everything that's available to him, and see that he could succeed doing doing him and staying staying who he was, you know, and not trying to be commercial. Nas could maybe do the same thing, and maybe Jay too. But I also know that Jay loves making money, so some days it it could possibly be Nas Kendrick Jay, but I'm gonna say most of the time it's still gonna be Jay Nas Kendrick, just because I love Jay so much and Jay's brought so much joy to my life. But it could it could honestly be Kendrick Nas Jay. Wow. Wow. All right, man. Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. Great podcast, great friends. I don't even know what the tagline is. HyphenPodcastGroup.com. Shout out to each and every one of y'all that have been a part of this for five years, man. Shout out to Handsome Bane. Shout out to Showing Mad Love. Shout out to Everyday Rogue. Shout out to Lamb. Shout out to Malaysia. Shout out to Alejandra. Shout out to Melisette. Shout out to Melisette, man. Um, shout out to Gerbo. Shout out to Osti. Shout out to Kit Kat Chinetti, man. Shout out to all y'all, man. I, I don't feel like I shout y'all out enough. Um, even though those of you who are no longer part of the group for various reasons, whether you've just not stopped podcasting or you're just out there in the wind because you're trash, I forgive you even though you're trash, bro. Come to the light, okay? Come to the light. Um, you can find hyphenation wherever podcasts are podcasted. If you're on Apple Podcasts, hey, I got it right. Uh, give the show five stars. And then if you don't really like the show, you can give me a trash review and I'll read it on the show. But by giving it five stars, it gives more exposure to the show. On Spotify, once you've listened to an episode, you're able to also rate it five stars. So I appreciate it. If there's any podcast platform that you listen to that you can't find hyphenation on or any of the other great hyphenation podcasts, please let me know as soon as possible. And I'll get that fixed. I promise. Uh, if you want to reach out to the show, it's b hyphen, b h y p h e n at gmail.com. Social media at b hyphen on Twitter, hyphen universe on Facebook, and the b hyphen on Instagram. Uh, if you want to go hyphen podcast group route, it's hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, hyphen pie group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Instagram, and hyphen podcast group on Facebook. Reach out to me any of those ways. Okay. Power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you got to do you. Always remember that. Yeah. And while I'm saying that, give people their flowers while they're still here, man. It's very important. Tell people how much they mean to you because you never know when it's their time to go. Life is too short. Tell people what they mean to you. That's exactly why, even though I don't want to talk to my sister, I love you. I forgive you, but you're toxic. Even though I no longer talk to somebody else that I already mentioned a few minutes ago, I love you. I forgive you, and you're toxic. That's why you're not in my life. Make sure you let them know that, man. Okay? For real, for real. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, oh, call your mom, call your dad, call your sister, call your brother, call your aunt, call your uncle, call everybody. Stay in touch. Send a Facebook message, send a telegram, send a carrier pigeon. It does not matter. Just do it and do it and do it, do it, do it. I promise I'm not trying to make TikTok videos right now. I promise. <laughs> oh, man. Man. I appreciate each and every one of y'all who've been here for 198 episodes of Fire! It's
been a minute since we did that one. That's right. 197 episodes preceded this one. You can go check them out. Go listen to them all. Let me know what you think. If you're on the YouTube, hit subscribe. Leave a comment on a video. I'll read your comments on this show. Hit the bell and you won't miss any notifications and like the videos, man. Absolutely. Hyphenuniverse.com. If you want to stay up to date with all of everything I'm releasing throughout the week, hyphenuniverse.com slash links or the link in my bio. Any of my socials link right to that list. And you can see what I'm releasing throughout the week, man. It's really cool stuff going on. At least in my opinion. I love doing it. That's all that matters. I love doing it. Um, what else? Oh, if you want to sign up for the um my uh newsletter, it's not gonna write itself where I, I try to write periodically uh just uh five hundred plus word pieces about different things. Uh you can go to b-substack.com. That's sign up link is also on my website, hyphenuniverse.com. You can sign up on the website right there, and then you'll get the newsletter when it comes out. Oh man. 198 episodes in the can. Kendrick is a bad man. I want to be like Kendrick when I grow up. Hair is coming back. The hair is coming back. Oh, yeah. I got to get ready for work, though, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I always do. Thank you for listening to the sound of my voice. Thank you for spending this time with me. Go out there. No matter what you're doing. Oh, try to have genuine interactions with people, man. Try to have genuine good interactions because you never know what the next man or woman is going through or whatever pronoun they choose. And so your kind words could save their life or someone else's. Always remember that. Good interactions, man. Please do that. Go forward. Go get you a burger if you're into that. Go eat you a salad if you're into that. Go, go look at the clouds. Go watch the rain today. I'm just killing time at this point. Love y'all, man. And I say all that to say this. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Yeah!